0: Welcome back to the show. My name is Lloyd Ross and this particular show topic uh, is called A History of Markets. How do we know what the stock market will do next? How do we know, right? Um, This particular episode was prompted with a a conversation I had today with one of my students uh, who was talking to me about, he actually sent me a screenshot of his um, stock market returns. And he said to me, wow, I hope this, I hope this trend continues. I hope this trend continues. Who doesn't want their stocks to go up? It makes us feel so wealthy when our stocks are rising, when it's going up and up and up and up, right? Like we feel so wealthy, we're getting richer, we're getting richer, right? Which is awesome. Why wouldn't we want to feel great? But here's the thing, it's really fascinating, okay? It's really fascinating, this thing. So I'm going to talk to you today about a bit of a history of markets. I'm going to talk to you about what you can expect in the next so I'm going to talk to you about the last hundred years and I'm going to talk to you about what you can expect in the next hundred years. Okay. Just so you're not taken by surprise about the movements of stock markets and prices, the movements of property prices as well, and how that you know works so that you're investing, you know, you can be super uh, knowledgeable and you know you can feel your way around your investments a lot more effectively, knowing what to you know what's coming basically. So we go back to this particular conversation I had and, uh, with one of my students today. And I said I said to him, I said, hopefully it doesn't continue. And I'm sure he's like, what? What are you talking about, man? We want our stocks to go up and up and up. But here's what I've learned. Okay, Here's what I've learned. First and foremost, stocks and property and all asset don't just keep going up and up and up and up. Over the course of time decades and decades and decades all right if we look back the last 20 years that yes over time they are a lot higher than what they were so they do over time go up all right continuously with growth but there are moments where they go down okay and those moments are coming they're always going to come okay it's not a perfect beautiful Beautiful trajectory upwards. The only thing that does that nicely on a straight line upwards is Bernie Madoff's Ponzi scheme. (laughs) It's the only thing in history that's had this beautiful, nice uh, straight line up. It's not how it works, okay? Things go up and they come down. But over the course of time, of course, they are more valuable. So they do go up. So that's why it's important to hold your assets, hold your investments long term. But let's go back to this conversation. I said, I hope the trend doesn't continue. It's like, what are you talking about? You mean it doesn't? I hope it doesn't continue. That's crazy. But here, here's what it's like. If you're going to be, and Warren Buffett taught me this, if you're going to be a net buyer of stocks, which I'm going to be, and so are you probably, I hope, if you're going to be continually buying stocks, then really, you really hope that they go down. (laughs) Why? Because you can buy them for a cheaper price. You can buy more stocks in that particular company or you can buy a property perhaps two, whatever it might be, for less. And the best time to buy stocks or property is when they are on sale. Like for example, you wouldn't go to the shops and buy your clothes before Christmas, right, logically and rationally. You would buy them when? You buy them after Christmas. When there's what? When there's a sale on, 50% sale on clothes. You can go there, you spend the same amount of money, but you get twice as many clothes. Same as investing in stocks and property. You spend the same amount of money, but you get twice as many stocks or twice as much property. All right. So it's all about now. You can't. No one can time the market. You don't know when it's going to go down. You don't know how much it's going to go up. No one knows that. Okay. Just so you know, don't try and time the market. No one knows. I don't know. All right. Even the pros don't know. But here's what we do know. So let me talk to you about what I do know, so that you know when to buy and perhaps never to sell. All right. So. Uh, before I get into that, I wanted to talk to you about like wishing that stocks are going to go continuously up. If you're going to be a net buyer of stocks, is a bit like filling your car up with petrol, right? And once you've got your car full of petrol, you hope that the price of petrol goes up, so you feel wealthier because your petrol in your car is now worth more than what it was when you first put it in. You're like, yeah, wealthier. But if you're going to go back the next week and buy more petrol. What do you really want it to do? You want petrol to go down in price. You want gas to go down in price. So it's the same with stocks. Yeah, they go up and you're like, yes, I'm wealthier. But you're like, damn, like, gee, next quarter or next month, I want to buy more. I hope they don't keep going up. They're going to be more expensive. So the intelligent investor, all right, the smart investor, when they're, you know, buying stocks or buying property, they want it to go down because they get more bang for their buck. Does that make sense? So don't pray that stocks go up, pray they go down. Yes, even if you own them because you can get more of them. Okay. If it's a great business and they're going to produce dividends. Okay. If your money tree is going to produce fruit, wouldn't you want to buy more tree for less? I would. All right. So just think about that. If you, (laughs) if you are, you know, praising the stock price rises, maybe you should uh, think, hang on a sec. Maybe I should be praying they go down. So I told that to one of my students today. He's like, Yeah, that's true. I hope it goes down now so I can buy more. All right. So, so here's, here's, here's when, to, when do you buy? When do you buy? When do you buy? Well, here's what we do know. Here, here we go. Ready? We know the market's going to fall. And we know historically in the last hundred years of data, the last hundred years, here's what we know. Every 12 to 16 months, the market will correct by 10%. The market will fall by 10% at some point. Don't know when. It might be a bit longer than that. might be shorter. But on average, every 12 to 16 months, the the stock market will fall by 10%. All right? Now, uh, property will probably fall every, you know, 8 to 10 years. It'll probably fall by 10, 20, 30%. Okay? And then it'll go up again. All right? Property is a bit different. You don't get the drastic falls, especially in Australia, because the supply is controlled well, all right? But it can happen. It doesn't always go up and up and up, as we as was proved in the GFC, particularly in the movie, uh, The Big Short, if you want to see that. Everyone thought the houses were just going to keep going up. So they bought five houses, and these strippers are buying houses, and everyone's houses. is just going to go up. And then, of course, until it didn't, okay? So, uh, you yeah, know, and we all know how that ended. So let's go back to this. Every twelve to sixteen months is going to be a ten percent correction. Now you know, okay. So if you haven't seen a ten percent correction in the last twelve months, guess what? Statistically, the probability of having one is very high. So watch out for it. It's going to come, okay? How about this? Every around every three to four years, so every fifty to you know sixty months, so probably four years, there is a. What we call a bear market or a twenty percent correction, when stocks fall twenty percent from their highs, okay, when they fall from the very top, the stock market falls by twenty percent or more in you know in a, in a period, then we call it a bear market. Okay, now twenty percent correction, so the market falling twenty percent will come every roughly every four years. So when was the last time we had one? Well, I'm you know this particular episode is now, we're now in 2021. We had one a year ago almost to the day, a year ago, back in March, 2020, which is when the pandemic hit, and the stocks fell by about 30%, 35%. So we had a bear market. So guess what? If you can take 2020, you can estimate statistically, not exactly, but we'll probably have another big correction, not a, you know, a 20% plus correction in 2024. There you go, okay? Roughly probably around then. That's when I think it will happen. And you watch, it's probably when inflation's gonna go up, Interest rates are gonna go up, okay, houses will come down, values will drop, and we'll probably see an inflation driven, an interest rate driven bear market correction, okay? Now, between now and then, we're gonna see probably two or three periods where the market's gonna fall between 10 or 15%, okay? So if you're wanting to know when to buy stocks, you would probably wanna buy more of them when they fall, okay? You want to buy more when they fall. Same as when there's a sale on down at their shops. You want to buy more clothes when there's a 50% sale on. You want to buy more stocks and more property when there's a sale on. But here's the thing. The reason why people don't is because of fear. They don't know how far they're going to drop. All right? So here's what I would, su- here would here's what I suggest. If the stocks have fallen from their highs by 10%, you be- you begin to buy. It's very hard to catch a falling knife. You don't know whether it's going to be a 10% correction or a 20% correction or a 50% correction like we saw in the GFC. You can pretty much know if there's a a, a panic. Like during the pandemic and during the GFC, there was absolute panic. You could tell the sky was falling down. There was blood on the streets. It was crazy. Like what's going to happen to the world? That is a panic and that typically uh, is a fall in stocks and property worth, say, 20% to sometimes 50%. Sometimes stocks can fall by 50%, all right? So you can see that it will slide down quite drastically when that happens. Now, of course, what you wanna do is, you know, when you see that happening, you wanna start buying, all right? Just buy little pieces, keep buying, buying, buying. You wanna buy more when it's down and buy less when it's up. So right now, okay, stocks have gone up drastically, all right, since the pandemic. They're at all-time highs, all-time highs, all right? The S&P 500 is an all-time high, the NASDAQ, we are at all time highs in most share markets of the world, but the recovery is still underway. so we've probably got a bit of ways to go, all right? But right now, I'm not really buying anything because, you know, there's not a sale on. There's not a sale on. So why would I buy right now? I'm sitting and watching and waiting. I'm in the market. All my money, you know, large portion of our wealth is invested, fully invested. I'm not going to touch that. When it falls, do I try and guess when to sell? No because I don't know when the corrections are coming. I don't know when. It could be two years, three years, four years for another 20% correction. It might be five, might be longer than what we think, I can't tell. So I hold my stocks, we hold our stocks long term because they produce dividends. Remember the money tree? It's a tree that produces fruit, so we can hold them, let the tree grow. But we're building up cash at the moment. You build up your cash stores, you build up your cash stores, and you wait, and you wait, and you wait, okay? If you're already invested, you wait. If you're not invested, you put little bits in now and wait, okay? And then when there's a correction and it's falling, and everyone doesn't want to buy stocks, that's when you buy stocks. Okay? When we be as Warren Buffett says, be greedy when others are fearful. And you watch everyone around will be fearful and you'll be buying and they'll be saying, "No, no, wait. It could well wait till it, let's wait till it goes up." No. If you see that it's formed by 10, 20, 30, 40%, you buy little pieces and you get going, okay? And then as it's rising right right now, it's pretty it's up there There's record highs. When the, when the marketing record highs, I don't really buy anything. I just watch because we're making money like I think we made, geez, by doing nothing this morning, maybe eight or $9,000 just by doing nothing. The power of compound. Remember the episode, Compound Interest? If you haven't watched that episode or listened to that episode, go back and listen to that episode about compound interest. We sat here, Alicia and I, this morning and we made money by doing nothing. That is the power of compound interest, All right. So if you're invested, you'll get that. So sit back and relax and watch the, the all-time highs on the news and watch everyone being euphoria and buying stock. Great. Good, good luck to them. We'll be buying when people don't want to buy, all right? And you'll get bargain deals around then. So you don't have to buy all the time. You don't have to buy all the time. We're not, we might not buy another stock for the next 12 months, okay? It's, it's, Mr. Mar- it's the market's job to provide you with the prices of today, but it's your job to decide whether to take advantage of those prices or not. All right. You don't have to trade with the market just because they, you know, you see prices every single day. All right. And you want to be av- you want to avoid turning on the news and watching it every day going, and, and they'll say, oh my God, stocks plunged. They plunged by one and a half percent, which is ridiculous. A one and a half percent fall in a stock is not a plunge. A plunge is like forty percent or or thirty percent. It plunged back in March two thousand and twenty. You want to go back and look. At, that's a plunge, okay. But when they talk in their in commentary, don't get caught up in that. Um, you know, that 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 rhetoric. It's 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 just be patient. Your time will come. There will always be a good time to buy. Yeah, you know, there will be. A, there'll come a time where stocks are cheap, but that's when you swing hard and you go in. All right. So I hope that. Gives you an idea about the history of markets. I mean, we've had some big bear markets in history. 1929, bear market. Okay, that's that's a that's a that's a panic. Okay, you go back, we had panics in 1873 when the railroads collapsed, massive panic. Okay, a lot of railroads went under. We had the panic of 1907 that JP Morgan saved by going and buying stocks. Okay, 1907, big panic. And then, of course, we know the famous pan, uh, panic of 1929, the stock market crash, huge, the biggest in history. All right. Um, and that didn't recover for like years and years. I think it was, you know, 10, uh, 10 years before it even got back up to where it was. So, um, or even one of them in post World War II, 20 years, but then we've had stock market corrections. You know, we've had uh, bear markets in the seventies. We've had bear markets in, we had the dot com bubble collapse in the two thousands, right? Year 2000, 2002. Then we had, um, the GFC, massive, one of the biggest, all right, almost ended of depression. So big correction in, in 2007, 2008. So you can see this every four to seven years, you know, every seven years, you can see this is happening, okay? So 2007, 2020, what was that, 13 years before the next big collapse. So you just don't know when it's coming. But I can assure you of one thing, it will happen again. It will happen again. So now you know, all right? You know when to it'll happen, so just be a net buyer of stocks in those great times. All right, so hope that's been helpful for you. That's a history of markets. All right, how do we know what the stock market's going to do? We can look back on history and we can learn from it. it. History doesn't repeat itself, but it does rhyme. Okay, so there you go. See you on the next episode. I hope that's been helpful for you. Okay, and uh, go back and listen to the compound interest episode if you haven't yet, and the rule of seventy-two, very powerful episode. All right. See you on the next episode of Money Grows on Trees. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at lloydjross.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at lloydjamesross.